Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hey everyone, Ellie here wishing you a very happy Friday. Thank you for checking out this podcast. And if you haven't already, take a listen to my other podcast, Up Against the Mob. Season two is now available, all seven episodes. Take a listen. I am sure you will love it. And I love hearing from you. So please keep sending me your thoughts, questions, or comments to letters at cafe.com. Someday, somebody needs to make a call on Hunter Biden. The Justice Department's investigation of Biden is now in its fifth year. Allow me to repeat that. Five years. This case has now lingered for over 1,500 days. Over that stretch, we've had two presidential administrations, three attorneys general, and dispositive charge or don't charge decisions rendered on about 300,000 federal criminal cases. I'm not trying to be funny with that number, by the way. That's an actual conservative total based on DOJ's own annual stats. Yet still, through it all, no call on Hunter Biden. Let's be clear right up front about what this case is and is not. It is not about the laptop, that mysterious, but yes, very much real personal computing device that apparently contains all manner of embarrassing and perhaps worse material about Hunter Biden. The actual federal investigation of Hunter Biden focuses on two issues. First, his taxes, including potentially fraudulent transfers relating to income from foreign sources, and second, his apparent possession of a firearm when he was addicted to drugs, contrary to an obscure federal law. That's it. It's not nothing, but it's not a huge deal within the universe of federal cases. If the subject was not named Biden, this would not be a five-year investigation. It wouldn't even be a one-year investigation. We're talking about a potential gun case against one person, not a multinational arms trafficking ring. And we've got a tax investigation of one individual, not some billion-dollar conglomerate. So what's the holdup? There's simply no feasible way to pass this off as a case that genuinely requires five years of investigation and deliberation. The answer has to be politics. Let's be real here. Indeed, the decision to charge or not charge Hunter Biden is the ultimate darned if you do, darned if you don't scenario. An indictment would delight roughly half the country and infuriate a similarly sized population. A prosecutorial declination would have the opposite impact both ways. The Justice Department, for its part, has responded by kicking the can for half a decade. I know firsthand that for all these skills normally associated with us prosecutors, smarts maybe, persistence, integrity, we can also be remarkably skilled at passing the buck. Give a prosecutor an important case supported by strong evidence and perhaps even the promise of media attention and watch him skip out on birthdays, vacations, the birth of his children to stay on the matter. 
but assign a prosecutor a dog, as we'd call them, a case with weak evidence or a shaky legal foundation or perhaps a dicey political angle, and stand back and marvel at the excuse-making. As a younger prosecutor, I received my share of these dreaded reassignments that some senior prosecutor, or at times two or three of them, decided they just couldn't quite find time for and needed to roll down the hill. A senior prosecutor once handed me a dog of a case and explained solemnly that he just needed to focus on other things. Lesson for all you future prosecutors out there, when the assignment clerk brings you a new file bearing the crossed-off names of three prior assigned prosecutors, run. The paradox here is that while any decision about a potential Hunter Biden indictment is inherently politically fraught, the case has been handled largely appropriately and non-politically by DOJ under both parties. Yes, the case was initiated during the Trump administration, but that doesn't automatically cast doubt on prosecutorial motivations. To the contrary, as I've argued before in this podcast, there was ample predication to investigate. Whatever one may think of Hunter Biden, prosecutors were well-grounded to open a case where the child of a powerful politician received hundreds of thousands of dollars from a foreign company for a no-show job in an industry he knows nothing about. It's completely reasonable to open a case here. Even former Attorney General Bill Barr, the same guy who I called a liar and a political hack throughout my critical book about him, Hatchet Man, even he did the right thing. He inherited the Hunter Biden matter when he became AG in early 2019. That's how old this thing is, by the way. It actually predates Bill Barr's tenure. And he protected the case. He made sure it did not leak to the press before the 2020 election, much to the eventual fury of Donald Trump. In fact, we found out about the Hunter Biden investigation only when his own legal team announced it safely after the 2020 election. Now, the Delaware U.S. attorney overseeing this case, David Weiss, is a Trump nominee, but he's no hack. Weiss is a veteran federal prosecutor who's worked at DOJ under both parties, including as a senior official throughout all eight years of the Obama administration. Upon his nomination by Trump for the U.S. attorney job, Weiss received enthusiastic support from both of Delaware's Democratic U.S. senators. Then, when Joe Biden became president, he had every right to replace all 93 U.S. attorneys across the country, as virtually all new presidents elect to do. Instead, he did the right thing and the smart thing by leaving Weiss in office, likely to avoid even the appearance of interference in the still-pending Hunter Biden case. We are finally seeing signs that the investigation is mercifully in its final stages. We learned last week that Hunter Biden's legal team met with Justice Department prosecutors to try to dissuade them from bringing charges. Now, there's nothing unusual or improper about such meetings. It's quite common for prosecutors to extend to defense lawyers the courtesy of these face-to-face -face innocence proffer meetings, as we'd sometimes call them. Sometimes the defense pitch succeeds and prosecutors back off. But more often, in my experience, the effort fails and charges follow shortly. It's usually the type of meeting that would happen shortly before a charging decision. As we speak today, I genuinely have no idea whether DOJ will indict Hunter Biden. In my view, based on limited information, it seems like something close to a coin flip. There's plenty we don't know, of course. The potential charges look to be serious, if not earth-shattering, while the evidence appears to be decent, if not overwhelming. It could go either way. The problem is that by procrastinating on the case for fear of the political implications, DOJ prosecutors have made it all even harder on themselves. 
Now that both Joe Biden and Trump are declared candidates for president in 2024, the prosecutorial decision unavoidably will look and feel even more political than it needed to be. Charge Hunter Biden and his father's political supporters will complain that this has all been a Trump-era fix-up from the start. Give Hunter Biden a pass and brace for ear-splitting howls from Trump and his supporters, claiming Hunter got a walk from his dad's friendly Justice Department just as Pops gears up for his re-election bid. I think both of these reactions are misguided and unfair. But there's no avoiding them, especially now, after the case has lingered for so long. And as any federal prosecutor understands, public perception of DOJ's fairness and legitimacy absolutely matters. The Justice Department's intentions here have been good by all available evidence. But the execution, that paralyzing, chronic reluctance to make a tough call one way or the other, that will cause needless political drama. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and stay informed, everybody.